let's talk about BC's healthcare system. Today, our health minister said BC has the highest number of uh, family physicians uh, per capita in Canada. He made those comments after a briefing on primary care here in in BC. Uh, Mr. Dix says that more than 4,000 physicians have signed up since the province's new family doctor payment model was launched a year ago. What's that mean for you, and will you be able to find a family doctor anytime soon? Well, joining me now to talk about the issue is Health Minister Adrian Dix. Minister, thank you for joining us today. Hey, good afternoon, Jeff. Good afternoon. Uh, let's start with the, that, that first question, that, that basic question. Uh, one out of five British Columbians do not have a family doctor. Based on the numbers that uh, you were talking about today, based on your family doctor payment model, what will that mean for British Columbians in regards to the ability to find a doctor in the year ahead? Well, it's good news, first of all. I mean, last year, um, basically at this time, the end March 31st last year, we had 4,289 uh, longitudinal family doctors in BC, meaning that they're taking patients, right? Their family doctors are taking patients. Mm-hmm. And now that number is 4,997. And that's an increase of 708, uh, 708 doctors in nine months. On top of that, there's an increase in terms of active nurse practitioners under MSP from 530 to 590, an increase of 60, which is an 11.3% increase. So that means we have more doctors. We worked on this payment model with doctors who put it in place. Secondly, uh, and this is really important, we have, uh, we're doing well with newer doctors who weren't practicing longitudinal family practice or were doing it less than we needed over the last uh, uh, decade. We have uh, now under our new to practice contracts, we have 237 uh, young, effectively young doctors working in those programs. They're new doctors to the system. And they currently have 48,000 new patients, unique patients to them. And we're building out their patient panel over a couple of years. So they've got 129,000 in their target. And finally, I'll be really quick on this. We're also finally, first time in the health care system, getting patientless, panelless, so we know who's attached and who isn't. The system right now, we say how many people don't have a family doctor, that tends to be based on national surveys. But this gives a real ability both for people to connect and say, I need a family doctor, and for doctors to say, we have this many spaces for patients. And we've done this. We've attached more than 80% of our doctors have given us up, given their patient list. That accounts for about 3.8 million unique attached patients that they have, that group of doctors has. And 594 of them have indicated they can accept new patients, right? Mm-hmm. So this means there's going to be an opportunity as we build out the Health Connect registry uh, to connect them to the attachment system and connect them to new doctors. Now, you make these announcements, uh, and, the, and I appreciate your comments here. Uh, you say the system is doing better. We're attracting more people, and hopefully people will be able to find a family doctor. But here's the other reality outside of your control, which is our immigration system, and British Columbia just generally attracting people. I, to, correct me if I'm wrong here. We've added, what, about 300,000 new people onto our MSP system in the last, I think, three years alone. Uh, I mean, just based on the increases that you're talking about, uh, how can we you know, make a net benefit, uh, there'd be a net positive benefit moving forward, when not only are we dealing with challenges of the past, but you are also having to deal with a significantly more people coming into the system who will also want uh, doctors as well. Uh, if you look at the last um, six years, in the period of the Minister of Health, 40,000 people net have come from Alberta. And in the last three years, it's not 300,000, it's a half a million increase in the number of people on MSP. So that is increasing demand. Now, 
a significant number of our new doctors, the ones I was just describing, are internationally educated doctors. So it's not just one side of the story. We also have record numbers of internationally educated doctors, nurse practitioners, nurses, uh, healthcare workers that are coming in, health sciences professionals. So there's some uh, positive aspect there. But you're right. Demand is increasing. BC's population is increasing like never before. Ten years ago, uh, we had an annual increase in population of about 1.3%. The last couple of years, we've been at 3.4%, which is a lot of new people every year. So you're right. We need doctors not just to, to deal with the people here. We need doctors to deal with new people coming to BC, whether it be from other provinces, uh, people who worked in Alberta and come here, or people who come from other countries. So that's a continuing challenge for the system. But look, the good news is, I mean, we the way we keep track now in Canada is something called the Canadian Community Health Survey. And we went from 300,000 people in 2003 without a, a family doctor to more than 900,000 when I became Minister of Health. There are fewer than that now, but there are too many people without a family doctor. A lot of them have joined the Health Connect registry. And one of the reasons I was talking today was to say to them, here's what we're doing. Here's how the system's working. And here's why you can be more optimistic, even if you've been waiting a little bit long on the Health Connect registry, why we think there's going to be significant progress made. Uh, Minister, uh, under the new payment plan, basically full-time doctors would receive about $385,000 per year under the under this new model. Uh, previously, it was about 250000 Now, you've talked about the, the benefits there, but I'm just curious, how does, how does this n- new system benefit taxpayers? I, I know doctors are paid more. I don't even begrudge what doctors are making. That's not the issue for me. But how is the system better because of the change uh, that uh, you brought in uh, last year? Uh, three ways. First of all, um, we were near the, near the bottom in Canada in terms of paying family doctors. We're now at or near the top. And that makes a difference, right, And when you're attracting people to your jurisdiction. There's no question. And it tells us that longitudinal family practice, meaning family doctors with patients, with patient panels, is important. Secondly, the increase isn't as quite as big as you say. The 250, the 385 is a full-time rate. The 250 represented some people who didn't work full-time and some people who did right? Okay. So uh, it's not quite that big, but it is more. There's no question it's more. So I, I, I'm not disputing that your main point, which is it's more expected. Secondly, what we have are patient panels. So we're um, recognizing the work that doctors do in terms of administration and reducing that work. We're reducing some of the paperwork in, uh, in doctoring through this new payment model. And we are recognizing that some doctors have more difficult patient panels than others. If everyone in your patient panel is like me and they have type 1 diabetes, then you have a different task than a broader patient panel. So I think we needed to say that this kind of work in doctoring is as important as others and change the way we do it. So not fee for service, not fee for every payment, but taking out responsibility for a group of patients and dealing with their healthcare issues um, over the range of issues. And I think that's a, that's a good thing. And for years, younger doctors have been asking for this because younger doctors don't want to run businesses. They don't. Doctors in the, who've been in the system a long time have done that for a long time. That's what fee-for-service is about. And that professional independence of running your own business is important. Young doctors, they want to provide care. They don't want to be running businesses, and we're attracting people back. You see it in these new-to-practice contracts because of it. That's a good deal for taxpayers, I think. It's a good deal for the medical system when you have good primary care because it means 
that you're avoiding more serious illness, and people are healthier and happier. Minister, we got about 45 seconds. This is a question I wanted to ask you. We had a, a North Shore-based internal medicine specialist, Dr. Kevin McLeod, on the show earlier this week, and he was advocating for uh, the province to allow physician assistants to work in clinics. It would help ease backlogs and wait times for patients, helps doctors as well, because lots of stuff that they're doing they shouldn't be doing, they want to be dealing with more patients. What do you think of that idea to allow physician assistants to work in clinics uh, to help ease backlog? The backlog. Well, for, for the first time last year, we decided physician assistants could work in BC, right? So we made mm-hmm. that change. And I think I'm sure uh, Kevin, Dr. McLeod would agree with that. There aren't very many physician assistants. So we thought we'd have the biggest impact. And the College of Physicians and Surgeons did in their regulating by focusing on emergency rooms because there aren't that many. We've added new categories of doctors, people who haven't reached the, the Canadian or the BC standard, but are trained doctors from other places called associate physicians. There are a lot more of them. And we're expanding um, both uh, uh, the work and the scope of practice of pharmacists, of others, to, to also fill in there. So I agree with Kevin about physicians' assistance. We made a change that governments hadn't done for the entire history of BC. We made that change last year to allow physicians' assistance. Right now, because of their numbers, we're really keen on focusing on emergency medicine, which obviously Dr. McLeod thinks is pretty important as well. Minister, thank you for your time. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. Hey, any, anytime. Take care. Eh?